So we have officially made it to Labor Day weekend. Woo! And if you're anything like me, you're probably going to smoke a bowl, take some dabs, take a few shots, and have a great time. And considering that I finished El Señor de los Cielos, now I can move on with my life. Now I can move from Netflix cocaine addict into a Netflix recovery program. So with that, it means you have to turn off the Netflix, right? Actually hit the, hit the back button, the home button, whatever the fuck it is. Whatever it is, turn it off. Go watch something else. Go play some video games. Get the fuck out of the house. Do anything that doesn't involve watching another narco novela that's going to get you sucked in for weeks on end. And keep your word. Make your podcast. Post your podcast. That way it's up every week like it's supposed to be. You keep people happy. And that's what it's all about. So Labor Day weekend is here. I'm done with the novelas. And as I said, I finally switched off the Netflix and I switched on to Hulu. That's right, bro. Hulu. That's what I went to next. And I went for something a little bit different, not something I would normally go for. Like I found a movie called Spare Parts. It's with George Lopez and S.I.E. Morales. And it's a drama. You don't normally expect drama with George Lopez because he is the fucking king of Latino comedy. You know what I mean? He is the comedy god. All hail George Lopez. So when I saw this, I was kind of like, hmm, I wonder if they're going to do a thing where it's kind of like the uh, Gabriel Iglesias school show on Netflix, where Gabriel Iglesias is a teacher and then he like is the cool teacher that like helps the kids and stuff like that. So that's kind of what I was thinking when I was like looking at it. Right. And I was like expecting it to be kind of funny the way that Gabriel Iglesias is. So I was like, it's a movie. I'm gonna check it out. And I've been very hesitant to watch anything with George Lopez lately because since I've started the podcast, the one thing I'm really afraid of is accidentally listening to him or listening to another comedian and then regurgitating their material in a different way. That's just fucked up. It's disrespectful and it's not something I'm aiming to do. So it's why I've stayed away from the so tempting George Lopez comedy special on Netflix, which all I want to do is watch it because I love George Lopez. I'm a Southern California girl, born and raised, got family everywhere in SoCal, including the San Fernando Valley, which is where George Lopez is from, which makes me feel even prouder to be a Latina in Los Angeles, born and raised, because he really showed us that rapping, selling drugs ain't the only way to get the fuck out the hood. And he provided insight into like the life that you're living, you know, so I've been I've been a huge George Lopez fan since I was a kid because I've been such a fan. I have to respect his comedy and not watch it while I'm doing the podcast. So I was I was extremely hesitant to watch the movie Spare Parts. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. It's a movie. I'm just going to watch it. Be done with it. I can't get addicted to it because there's not like a next one. There's no spinoff. There's no series. There should be, but there isn't. So there was no risk of addiction. So I was like, fuck it. Okay, let me. I've taken my sleep medications, you know, my like stuff for the anxiety or the depression or whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know, the medication that the doctors give you. And then you take the other stuff so that you can actually sleep and you're not staying awake for like six straight days seven straight days, eight days until you finally run out of energy, crash out for 24 plus hours, wake up and do it again. The medication helps you sleep every single day, but it takes a while to kick in. So 
pop my medication and I turn on the show and I start watching this and holy shit, I knew George Lopez could make you laugh, but I did not know that he can make you cry. Now, I don't know if this show won any kind of fancy awards. Like, first of all, I don't know what kind of awards they give out. Like, I think there's an Academy Award. I think that's the one for movies and, or is it the Emmy? Is it this, is that the same thing? What's that one that like Moonlight won a bunch of awards for? What's that award that Moonlight won a bunch of them from? Like whatever that award is, this movie deserves to have. And it might have it. I don't fucking know. I don't even know, you know, again, I don't know what the fucking award is called. I don't know where to go and find it. And I guess you're going to say Google, dumbass. And I agree, Google. But do I really want to Google that? And like, what am I going to Google? What is the award that Moonlight won? I guess I would actually Google what is the award Moonlight won. Then I have to do another search that said, did spare parts win this award? And that just seems like a lot of work. So I'd rather just tell you it's a good show and you should watch it. Not a good show. I'd rather tell you it's a good movie. You should watch it. If it didn't win awards, like what the fuck is wrong with you, Hollywood? Not that anyone important is listening to this, but seriously, like that was such an amazing movie. And George Lopez's acting in it, you expect him to be funny and this and that, but he's not. He's just a fucking good actor, man. And he like casually throws in a few jokes, but it's more like the kids that are throwing the jokes and the stuff around him that's kind of funny that's happening when the when the kid changes out his spark plugs or whatever it is and reverses the wires and then George Lopez calls him on it. You know, like it was a funny scene. And I was like, damn, dude, this should be a series. It's a good movie. So I was super surprised that George Lopez actually brought me to tears. There are parts in it that like are meant to make you sad, you know what I mean, or meant to make you cry, like the part where the kid is sitting at McDonald's with his girlfriend and she's like, why'd you bring me here? And he's like, this is a special place. And she's like, why? You know, like all like looking down on him because they're at McDonald's and it's like their date and shit. And the kid's like, well, it's because this is special for me because when I was crossing over on the, I would spend a day in the back of a van without eating anything for like eight hours and... By the time we crossed over and we finally sat and ate, I couldn't. I was so sick that I threw up and the girl starts to tear up and it's supposed to be a sad scene. And all I could do was fucking laugh. And I know that wasn't the intention. I know it wasn't. The intention wasn't to be funny. It was meant to be sad. But I just laughed because I didn't learn what that meant until a couple years ago. I grew up in an environment where you constantly knew you were hungry because you were sick to your stomach and throwing up. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I went over to my tia's house and I remember them, you know, telling us to leave the room. But of course you leave the room, but you go to the side and you then you listen on the side and you hear them talking. And my tia's would be like, pinche chiris, mira las niñas, mira las sucias, mugrosas, muertas de hambre. ¿Cómo las puedes tener así? And at the time, I didn't know what it meant, you know, like I didn't understand. I remember it. Come on, I go, tia, no somos muertos de hambre. Todavía estoy viva. I took it as a literal thing. You know, when I'm little, I was like, hey, I'm still alive. It's all good. You know what I mean? Like I eat a burger. It's all good. By the time, you know, my mom realizes it's time for us to eat, it's around maybe one, two o'clock, gives me like a couple bucks. I walk down to the Tom, get a burger and... In my head, like a burger is awesome. You learn about the food triangle, right? A burger's got everything, bro. It's got protein, dairy, bread, vegetables. You can even get fruit on there if you get creative. You can add a pineapple to it. Now you've got your fruit on there too. You've got every fucking category you need. 
literally one of each thing. So I never understood why they said that, like why it was like a weird thing or a bad thing until I watched this movie. And I was like, oh, shit, this is supposed to be sad. I'm guessing that's not supposed to be a normal thing for most kids. No. What the fuck do I know? It was normal for me. So watching this movie, you know, you're like, fuck, that's supposed to be a sad thing. And then you realize, holy shit, my life was supposed to be sad. Oh, fuck, dude. Maybe I'm taking this the wrong. Maybe I shouldn't be laughing at this scene. Maybe I shouldn't be laughing about the fact that it wasn't until I was like, I don't know, the first time I ended up in a mental hospital that I realized that you're supposed to eat three times a day. Yeah, I didn't know that. I, I thought it was just like, you know, you get one meal. You should be consider yourself happy that you ate that day. You're good. Good. Stop whining. Keep going. And seeing this movie made me realize like you don't have to think like that. You can realize like, holy shit, that was sucky. But it's not sucky forever. The only sucky part is that by the time you get older, your late 20s, your 30s, whatever, you end up having that same kind of habit, you know, where even though you can afford the food, you don't actually know when you're supposed to eat until you're at the point where you're really, really going to throw up. And then you throw up some vial and then you're like, oh shit, I'm hungry. It's time to eat. And then you eat and you feel better and you go on. That's apparently not normal. And uh, this movie helped me realize that. So I was like, fuck, fuck, I guess that's a bad thing. Not eating for eight hours. That's a bad thing. Well, now I know. It's one of the things I've been working on over the last couple of years. During the pandemic, it hasn't been very good. But before the pandemic, I was doing pretty damn good. My doctors were impressed. I had to go from visiting a doctor every month to every three months. That's how amazing I was doing with learning how to eat on a regular basis. This movie in that scene where these kids are sitting in the McDonald's talking about his experience coming over, it also made me realize first generation Americans and second generation and just Americans here that live in poverty also go through a bunch of fucked up shit that no one wants to acknowledge and no one wants to give them credit for. And no one wants to say, hey, what happened to you was fucked up too. Because to us, there's always someone else. You go, well, at least you didn't have to cross the border. At least you have papers. At least you're born here. At least this. It's like your suffering is never valid. It's always invalidated because of someone else. And that fucking sucks, bro. It fucking sucks. So if you're a kid like me or if you're an adult now that was a kid like me that is a first generation American, you had some shitty parents that did their best, but drugs are a bitch, bro. Drugs are a bitch. And being an immigrant's a bitch. So... Drugs with immigrants are a huge bitch. It's like a double bitch. It's like a bitch squared. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's a bitch squared. So if you're a person who's come from a family like that, where your parents kind of forgot you existed because they were too busy doing their own shit involving drogas, haciéndolos, moviéndolos, como sea, then I want to let you know your pain, your suffering is valid. And you don't need me to tell you that. I'm no one to tell you that. But watching that and like seeing that she'd be like, it's okay. And he's like, so I eat here so I never forget. And she validated his experience. And, and, you know, that was cool. Like you could see it was a healing moment for him. So hopefully this is like a healing moment for you. You're not the only one who suffered. You're not alone, dude. You should know that your pain is valid. I know right now that attention isn't on us. 
there is going to come a day where more and more of us are able to speak, able to share our stories, able to know that you don't need to fall into what they did. You can become better, whether it's by working your ass off with computers or accounting or engineering, becoming an actor, an actress, or a president or a senator, or whatever it is. Use your pain, use your anger to propel yourself the same way you did when you were a kid and you had to fight to fucking survive. That feeling never goes away. You got to control it. Know that your time will come. Our time to share our stories and help each other heal. It's started. It's now. So that was this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Go check out Spare Parts and have a happy Labor Day.